Athletic Nerd Podcast, episode 15. Chris is back. How you feeling? Good, man. You good? How's quarantine treating? I know we've had a few conversations about that, but we've never gotten done. Nah, quarantine has been, I'd say, some, somewhat of a blessing, but somewhat of uh, a distraction, too, from the real world. But I think it's time that everything goes back to normal, especially after four months of just being inside. Right. And then the winter's gonna come, we're gonna be four months of more being inside, we need to change. We need to change. Do you feel, okay, in your honest opinion, do you feel like we're gonna go back after December? Not even after December, bro. I think as soon as schools open up again, kids kids are gonna be kids. No, no matter if it's the preschool kids all the way to the college kids. Right. Kids are just not gonna follow those rules. Alright, alright, but the, okay, I should reword that question. Vaccine. Do you think we'll get a vaccine by December? I don't think so, bro. All right. It, it, us- it usually takes up a year, a year for the FDA to approve it, plus all the trial and error, plus this is something right. new we never had. Like, maybe another country will yeah. pass it first yeah. before us, but I personally don't think until, like, next March yeah, basically, we're going to go back to like, It's basically going to be almost a full year, and then they're going to do it on certain people, and if it works. If it works then everybody else may have a chance to get it. And then it's going to take so much time to process all that amount to give it to everybody. And it's going to be crazy. And let's not even talk about the amount of money yeah. that this vaccine is going to cost. Because people in Cambridge are talking about 4000 they get 4000 for one dose. Yeah. And two doses. And there's only a 50% like, acceptance rate. And we don't even know the side effects of said vaccine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The side effects or whose body is going to take it. Or whose body's gonna reject it, mm-hmm. and then even if your body does take it, is it gonna work? Is it going to work? That's what, so like case by case person, and we also don't even really know. We might have a vaccine for it, but we still don't even really know what this is. We've yeah. never gotten a clear cut definition of how this thing works. They they say it's a flu, but the flu also changes strains and gets stronger because the flu, when you treat it with antibiotics, it becomes a super virus. Okay. So it it develops and morphs into something greater. Okay. Because the antibiotic kills the the part of the virus that's susceptible to that, so it kills it away. Okay. But then what stays alive gets stronger. Because yes, so now that so now they don't know what's going to be able to treat it. Right. The second. Okay. So it's like everything's up in the air. Um. I know I have a lot of family members that have been going out every single day. How? How have, how have you been treating going out? To be honest, like, I haven't gone out much, but now, especially that the summer's almost over, we had to, like, enjoy it. Right. So, to be honest, I've been going out not as much as I used to before, but at least twice, three times a week. But it's like, when I go out, I try to stay my distance, my distance from people. Right. At the end of the day, I don't want to get no one else sick, because I don't know if I have it. But I don't want to get sick from anybody else. Right. Like, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who didn't know they were sick. Right. And they got the virus, and it got way more complicated for them really fast. So you never know. So you just got to be careful. Right. And just, like, for people who are listening to this, like, 10 years from now, can you explain, like, how time has moved? So time... It's like, it feels like you're in a war. It feels like yeah. you literally, like, 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 the Mr. Krabs meme where it's like, you know, like... <laughs> Literally, I got kicked. Like my school had break right before Corona came. So like that was that was March for yeah. people who don't. That this was like March. We were on spring break. Yeah, and my school was like one of the last schools to have breaks. Right. So we literally were on the day of break. They called everyone and we're like, we're gonna be closed for two more weeks. But right. you guys should be back in about three weeks. Right. And we're like, bet I was staying. Right. Well, like, everybody did do that. They, yeah. they gave us like an extra week. week. Yeah. Right. And I was in my uncle's house planning to stay there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, they're like, yeah, school's came to the wrong line. And by then, like, a whole month had passed. passed. And I'm like, yo, why, are you, <laughs> why is time going so fast? And then next thing you know, it was the end of May. I was taking finals. Right. Then after that, it was already June. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel you. But once we got into summertime, like, that whole thing was kind of quick. That whole really time quick. was, was kind of quick. When we hit, like, June, July... At June, I was working in the factory. I've already talked about this on previous podcast episodes. But, like, time was kind of slow. But when I got out of the factory, it was, like, two weeks had gone by. Yeah. Two weeks had gone by, and I was just sitting at the curb. I was doing a lot, 
I was studying Spanish, I was doing all this extra stuff, but like, two weeks in nada. And it's just like, sometimes it's really fast, you'll have a, a few hours that feel like a few days, and then you'll go back into, oh, it's the rest of the day, I'm gonna go call my friends, and it's just... Bro, like, this school year is gonna be insane. Either something's gonna happen, because of what I said previously, like, they're yeah, gonna have certain. kids, and they're gonna, can't, like, send everybody home again. But to be honest, like, this school year is gonna be really short, because they can't afford to have all of us there. Right. Everybody gets sick, now they gotta do this all over again for longer. Right. So my school already announced that we're gonna go in a little earlier, but get out even before Thanksgiving. Supposedly, which yeah. I'm, I'm honestly and okay then, with that. And then we're just gonna have our second year, like our second half of the year, mm-hmm. second semester is gonna be even shorter than it was. So we're basically gonna be in school for like a good four months, three months. Right, nothing. That's more. nothing. Right, come through, right. And that's why I'm taking all my hard classes, unless I can get that out of the way. But, okay, we've already discussed I, on the drive here, workout scenario, what are your plans, well, first of all, how has this affected, like, just you working out in general? To be honest, like, with college and stuff, and, like, figuring out, like, work and stuff, I didn't really have much time. Like, I used to get to the gym right before it was going to close, mm-hmm. and get a quick workout in, mm-hmm. but then during COVID, like, I stepped back. I finally got off the stress of working and going to school. And going to school, right? time, So it was like, let me take a little break. Then the little break became longer than what I expected. Right. But then I'm like, nah, it's time to slowly get back in. Because right. working out is a journey. For sure. So, showing up. It's just showing up every single day. Yeah. So I've literally just been doing the most I can now, taking advantage when it's hot outside. Right. Then eventually, when it gets a little cold outside, get into the gym and just work hard. Right. For sure. Honestly, just as a runner, it didn't really affect me too, too much. I will say that just a lot of mental things, like, have just happened, and I realized, like, for a good, like, year and a half, I didn't realize I was skinny, and we have, we have mirrors, you guys can't see this, but I have mirrors in my room, I just be, I'd be sitting here at 11.30 at night, and I'm like, yo, you're skinny, so I was just, I, I had that realization. A lot of things, the good thing about COVID, it is, it kind of makes you realize what you need and don't need. And it makes you like, what What do you want? Because you have so much time to just focus on yourself. So I've definitely learned a lot of different things. And that was just one of those things. Again, that's why I'm not running for this next season. I'm just going to be playing ball and lifting. So, and eating more. That's something that's just been completely different. It's just like eating, not overeating. Like not eating McDonald's three times a week. But like eating smart, but also eating more. Because again, I, I would have days where I would literally have 800 calories. The whole day. Yeah, and if you're active, bro, to tell you the truth, you gotta like, it's gotta be balanced. If oh yeah, like, for sure. That's the thing. It's like you can't do it all. Yeah. But you can't do nothing, and it's finding that middle ground, which is really tough. Yeah, and it's gonna be a process, like a long process. Like I was never a big kid. Right. Growing up, like I was a fat kid. Right. We were, right. Both of us. Yeah. yeah. Then it got really skinny because I grew and I just started working out, playing basketball, and like I got in shape. Once I got in shape and I was really skinny, I grew even more. Right. So now I was like a long skinny kid. Yeah, right. All the way up to my sophomore year in high school, and then eventually I'm like, you were, dude, you were big. <laughs> no, I was, bro, I was like literally, I was what five ten, like five ten. Yeah, but guarding you wasn't any fun. <laughs> bro, because I was naturally strong, but it wasn't like. What do you? So what do you? What do you mean? What do you? Mean? I was like, are you skinny compared to you now? I, I was like, like, no, 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 bro. I was like 135 pounds as a sophomore in high school. Didn't feel like it. <laughs> I like five ten. It didn't feel like it. Like, I was I was like one seventy at five eleven. I didn't. It, it felt like, like I was guarding. Dude, like I literally didn't gain muscle until junior year. I went from one thirty five to two hundred pounds. All right, freshman year, how much did you weigh? One twenty. I, I was. <laughs> That's a lie. I was. Dude, I was. <laughs> it felt like I was guarding a damn truck. <laughs> dude, I was five six, one hundred and twenty pounds freshman year. Literally half. You were five six. Like freshman year, yeah. That was 5'6", 120 pounds. Because I have the photo, like the final photo that we took, and you were a boy. Maybe no, that was true. No, it, like okay. at the end of freshman year, I grew to like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, but I was 5'6", five, but my first, uh, the first day of school, I was 5'6". Five, five, six. I remember the measurement. Right now, I'm like 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, 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 yeah, cool 5'10". So yeah, yeah, so I grew, I grew a little bit. That's crazy, dude. It felt like, it didn't, and I was like, I had to have been 150, at least 150, 160, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so, alright, so sophomore year, you get in the gym. Yeah, sophomore year, I got in the gym. 
like basketball. I was playing basketball too, but I realized that like I had to work. Yeah, on, you had to look. Yeah, myself. Like I literally had to work on getting faster, getting stronger, because right. everybody else was growing and I wasn't. So I was like, yeah, that it's time to. I hit the weight room. Yeah, it's time, to, time to, to make myself grow on a different type of level. Right. I'm not going physically. Let, right, me, grow, yeah. let me grow muscle-wise, speed-wise, everything else. So right. I hit the gym and hard. Like, I literally started getting into it. Yeah, I remember that, dude. dude you'd, be, you'd be exhausted. Yeah, I, I, spent, I spent more time at a gym than I did at home. Because I would do go and You would go in your senior year. I will always remember this. You would wake up at 5 in the morning. You would go to the gym. Get here, you complain that you were tired and sore. You go to class, you go, like, Yo, I got this work at like seven. So you go to practice, and then you would left again, and then you would go to work. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like, to be honest, my freshman year in college, I was like trying to keep up with the same thing I did in high school. Right. And I was like, Yo, how did oh, I do yeah. that? Like, how did I have enough energy to get yeah, up? I feel you. I five, go get a full workout, rush home, shower, get ready for school, go to school, get there on time. Go through my school day, go home, do some of my homework, go back to basketball right. practice, go lift, and then have enough time to get like a seven something and do a little bit of work. What's crazy is that like those years are such developmental years because it's again the same thing. Maybe not in the same sense of just lifting, but like I would make three 20-minute videos per week. Looking back on it, I don't do that anymore. I just make a bunch of small clips, podcasts, and I spread everything out, make the skits and all that. But it's like you kind of. Junior year and senior year are just such developmental years for how you're gonna how your work ethic is gonna be for like a long period of your time. So it's just like it's you kind of think, okay, I'm just gonna go head in head first and I'm just gonna do everything at the same time. And then after you do that, you realize that you like this enough that you're willing to work hard on it, but you're gonna do it in a different, more efficient way. Yeah, bro. Like to be honest, like the same approach I took to lifting, I take into anything else. It's a slow grind. Like you literally have to go in in every day if you want to be there you go in there you go twice as hard than the day before but if you want to like if one day you're not feeling it and you don't want to go just push yourself to go right you just gotta you gotta show up you, yeah later on right. later on in life there's gonna be something that you don't want to do but you have to do right. and it's better to create that habit that you're always there because one day you might have a bad day you still able to make it because right. you have that in Because it's just, it's, it's a show up, man. I, I would rather you just show up and do one push up and leave than just not show up. Because it's just, it's building at least something. Yeah. Like, it's just like, a mental game. It's literally just mental. Showing up is literally half the workout. Yeah, to be honest. That's literally Because I, like, once you're there, you're there. You're there. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Like, like, you're literally there. And even if you don't want to be there, you're going to do stuff. And it's better that you do some stuff than do nothing. Yeah, at least work on something. That's the big thing. Speaking of working out, and the season's back. How do you feel about it? How do you, how do you feel about it? I know we watched the game yesterday. We were commenting about the magic. Steph Curry went off. Yeah, he was. Cool six for six from Curry. He was eight for eight from the field. And he did he, he shot three free throws, four free throws on the other. They all. He literally shot 100%. <laughs> How do you feel about this whole Orlando bubble? Um, and how do you feel about them not deciding not to put in crowd noise and you being able to hear what the players say? To be honest, I think the bubble was a really smart idea. Okay. Because not only are we dealing with COVID, we had the whole Black Lives Matter right. it get into full circle. Right. Because it first came on, died off. And now it came on, and it's officially like the strongest it's been ever. Right. And now they're pushing for more reforms in education and society in general. Right. And just everybody caring for each other, but especially for those who get affected the most. Right. Like there's a lot of people, a lot of innocent kids, a lot of innocent bystanders too that suffer because of the Black Lives Movement. Right. Like there was a lot of people who weren't even. Weren't even involved, yeah. and just like just because of the riots and stuff like that, you know, businesses getting like just you know. Yeah, but like I understand in a way why that happened. I don't agree that it happened, but right. I understand. You know, so people are just like ticked off. Yeah, people. Trayvon. Yeah. It's just like, it's been happening over and over. And, and it was like it was like they did it peacefully. Nothing happened. Right. Now that the riots happened, it kind something, of something. Yeah, somewhat. Like, everybody started. Okay, there's something really wrong. We right. have to make a change. But also, like, definitely, COVID doing it now was definitely, like, like a 
palatable because yeah. everyone's just like in the house and it's like it's being absorbent. So it's like you know, it's it's a little bit harder when oh the hockey finals are going on and like, oh this comes on is that you're more focused on this, but when no one's doing nothing, yeah. that's the, this is probably the perfect time to do a marketing media thing. Like Elvis Presley was one of just like during his time, it's just like if you got on the radio during his time, yeah, that was it. You got on the radio and people heard you, and that was the only form of just like marketing that you yeah. could do. And if you did it, that was it because everyone listens to the radio. It's not, there are a bunch of different media outlets, podcasting, Instagram, there's, there's a lot of different markets, but this is, I compare that to this time because everybody is listening to all the outlets. Yeah, and it was amazing because not only did it was on the radio, it was with celebrities. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody hit every media outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, not only that, but they reached the people that before that message ever reached. Right. Like, there was a lot of white people that were in there supporting hands-on. They weren't just saying, oh, yeah, we agree with them. They were there, literally, with them. Right. Side by side. And that was, like, amazing to see. Because at the end of the day, I understand there's a lot of people, a lot of white people that don't have hatred towards minorities. Right. In general. For sure. So it was good to see them, like, okay, we acknowledge there's a lot of wrongs that happens, and that has to change. So now we're going to be part of the change. Right. We're not just going to be voicing... Oh, we support you guys. No, we're gonna be in there with you guys. Right in the trenches. Yeah. So I hope, like, I hope eventually things work out and things get better, because like the riots showed me that sometimes enough is enough. Right. And you gotta do what you gotta do. Right. But at the end of the day, I think love trumps it all. Love trumps hate any day. So you gotta. We this gotta is just conversation, dude. I feel like that's that's just the big thing that we lack. Right now, just being able to have the conversation. Yeah, and, and I feel like know. hatred comes from all sides. Like and we, like, there's like reasoning for it. Yeah, know? it's just there's a lack of empathy on both sides. That's insane. We like we should Martin Luther King was right. Like if we do it peacefully, we do it with love. It works, but sometimes that's not gonna. Work. And it's just like people are in pain, so it's like when when they when they try it empathetically yeah. and it doesn't work once, yeah. they try apathy. Then apathy works once, and then they try apathy again, and then they try it again, and then you get the conversations that it feels like people are choking each other, yeah. and it's just we it's just empathy. It's just it's just a lack of empathy in the world in general. Like, this is how I approach everybody. Like. To be honest, I don't care the color of your skin. Like, yeah, you I literally, just, I don't care. You just treat, I just treat people with respect. Yeah, like, it. It, like, when I first see somebody, I don't care if you're white, right. black, Chinese, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care. That's it. That's not a thought. I, I, I want to get to know who you are. That's it. I don't like you because of who you are, personality. Personality. That's what I would be that's, that's different, bro. Right. But I feel like all of us approach race. In a As, different yeah, like race, we approach race, society in general approaches race, like it's a personality trait. It's not, right. it's part of who you are, yes, but it's not their personality. I also don't think that just people live, one of, one of the main things I had a conversation with someone was that like they weren't, they didn't grow up around people of different color, of different ethnicity, they grew up in a majority white town, especially in the South when I, when I was living in North Carolina, was that they weren't exposed to different cultures. So I think that's something else that we could definitely do just as a country in general. Yeah, but even that, if that happens, like, to be honest, that helps to a certain extent. Right. Like, the fact that they grew up in their own community with people their own kind, right. it feels good to be around people your own kind. For sure. Because yeah. there's more stuff you can relate to. For sure. But I also feel like that leads, eventually, to people, like, only wanting to, only want, yes. wanting to be people of their kind. Right. right. And I never post that. Like, I never, like, I Well, also, that's because we've grown up in a scenario where all of the towns have something different. Yeah. All the time around us. Like, so it's a situational thing. Like, yeah. But to be honest, like... I know, like, one of my roommates, right. he's basically grew up with all white kids. Right, yeah. All white kids. And, right. like, when he first met me, he was, like, a little nervous. Right, for sure. And I realized that, too. Right. <laughs> I'm a pretty big guy. Right, you're a pretty, pretty, big-ass dude. Coming in there, like, yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Right. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh. Which is understandable. Yeah, like, he got, right. a, little, he got a little nervous because he never got to experience something. But the like, conversation man. happened. Yeah, and then he's like, yo, I started talking to him, like, and he's, he's like, Oh, 
you're way different than I thought. I'm like, right. yeah, bro. Like, when I'm saying what's up to you, I'm just trying to get to know you, this and that. Right. Like, that's how I grew up. Right, exactly. We all loud, we all voice loud. That's all my thing. Yeah, we showing love to each other, bro. And then he's like, he just got to map me. Like, right. I, I became my close. I got to learn, like, stuff that I even know he did. Right. And he got to learn a bunch of stuff of oh, my just cultural stuff. Yeah, and it was just really cool to see. Right. Like, so was, more of that... But you can't create that necessarily, like, naturally. You can well artificially, rather. You can't create those types of scenarios where two people of different cultures mix together. Because, again, we're definitely fortunate enough to the extent where we can grow up in these, or not, not grow up, but go to these communities that are, like, baited and just have more income and then tell our experiences when we come back home just to tell our experiences of how we have with these just different people of different cultures. Yeah, but to tell you the truth, income plays a big part. Like, I hope eventually everyone's able to learn that we all have kind of, we all created as a generalized humans, we all, in society, we have created hatred. Yeah. We have created prejudice amongst each other. For sure. Like, automatically, minorities kept picked on for being a minority. Right. Is it different from the majority? Right. For but sure. then, as minorities, we quite, we say that the majority, the way people in general are racist. Right. We label them before giving before yeah it's giving them a chance, and that that creates hatred on both sides. Cause now he's like, I'm a racist. You don't even know who I am. How right. am I racist? Right. I, you never hear heard me say stuff like that. Right. I'm not defending anybody who is racist, so that's wrong. Right. But like, but there's assumptions. Yes, yeah, there's assumptions, and that's basically. There's prejudice now on both sides. Right. And hate, hate, don't equal love, bro. Right. It's just it work. adding fuel to the fire, bro. Right. So I hope eventually we're just able, able to move past that. Right. And just grow. Right. Grow right. as human. Grow with each other. Right. I just feel, again, like, like what you said with your scenario, it's just that the conversation needs to happen in a manner, like what's happening right now, in a positive mindset where we're empathetic. Or what did Cole say? Cole said that I think it was Stone and Bluff that we need to treat people as if they're kids. Yeah. And just have empathy. And just not go into a conversation as if it's a fight. Or not get offended every five seconds because someone said that they didn't like this or didn't like that. They're not attacking you, they're just telling you their opinion. Yeah. And like I feel like this movement also showed that. There's support from all over. Right, support. Like, yeah. people should support all over. The whole nine. Yeah, and it was just cool to see. Right. But then eventually, I think, we're going to all have to focus within ourselves, right. each person, and just grow. Right. And when I mean grow, it's like, just come together. Just become more emotionally intelligent. Yeah, and not only that, talk. Don't be afraid to voice yourself. Right. Don't be afraid to... Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? Right, but what I will say on top of that is the reason why I try to avoid those questions is because whenever that question is always asked, it sometimes turns into an argument. I want that question to be asked. I just don't want it to be always coming to an argument. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring the talk. I'll bring out okay. a rebuttal to that. Okay. In class, I had a social justice class. Okay. Week. And the teacher was black. Right. The rest, most of the students were white kids. Right. And then a few Latinos. Yeah. And it was like, she, I remember she was always like, when we were getting to arguing about this, that, right. the other, she would always explain, how about instead of arguing? You're like, I understand your point, but this is how I see it. Right. I respect your point, but this is how I see it. Right. Like, there's different ways to approach things. Right. And it's like, you show most utter respect for what they said and you show that you understood but you also bring your point right. now you're not arguing now you're having a discussion right there's a difference for sure and it's just the way that people approach things i feel like we should more have discussions like it's better to have a discussion have trial and error like oh you said something that i really don't agree with but now this is how i see it or right. this is what i think based on what you said right don't attack people. Right, instead, that's, that's what you said taught. Instead, yeah, don't attack. Instead, try to teach them right. from your point of view. Right. So you can learn from their point of view. Right. Because knowledge and not, two sides of knowledge makes you smarter. Right. Instead of just clashing what each other know, right. you guys bring together what you do know. Right. Like, there's so much power that comes with knowledge. 
So let's teach each other. Let's educate each other. Right. Instead of just trying to diminish which, what, which, what yeah. we both know. You feel me? That's, that's just all I'm saying. Because it's just one of those things. That's why I try to avoid Twitter as much as possible. Because it's just, it's just, it, it just seems like the more higher up the follower count is, the more, the less educated. It's a, ne- it's a negative correlation. The, the people with just more social influence tend to be the ones who like to argue most. I feel like they're just. Sometimes it seems like they're just arguing, but they're trying to put a point across, and they know that their voice is going to be heard. Right. So it's like they're trying to start the discussion, and I feel like the best way to start the discussion is by starting starting to argue and let it trickle down. But I feel like that approach could also lead to more hate Right. because people are not going to understand each other. They're just going to be like... Right, that's just, you know what I'm saying? And that's just one of the things that, like, I feel like we need to try to avoid as people is just to, how do you feel about this? Or just to to converse. That, that's just the, the end of, like, that is just, we need to converse, not argue. Yeah, just, just understand that you got to go into a conversation. You might not agree on stuff. You might not, yeah, you might just disagree about the whole yeah. time. You might have different, like, topics you even want to talk about. But when he's talking, show him respect. Right. And then when it's your turn to talk, show that you understood him. Right. Or give him like a sense of respect. Right. Like, before I'm you feel you. But, but now this is what I think. Right. About. Or not, man, nah, nah, you're wrong. You're right. This not like that doesn't that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. It just causes anyone. more problems. And sure. I feel like as people, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. It doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, this and that. I don't care if you're the president. I don't care if you're a janitor. I don't care who you are. Right. I respect people for being people. Right. Because at the end of the day, everybody got their bad story. Everybody, right. everybody, mom and dad has something to do in their lives. Right. Everybody has troubles they go through. Everybody, everybody has blessed. Everybody has blessings. Right. So is respect. Right. That's it. And that's that's legit. That's all it is. That's all it is. You feel me? Who do you feel like is going to win the champ? The, the champ this year? This year is interesting. <laughs> like to, to be honest, I hope my Celtics win it. Cause yeah, that's like, that's my favorite team. Oh, it has been a while since we have won, and I feel like this team is a real team. They all together. They show yeah. Not only that, but like, they have good chemistry. They show love right. for one another, and they actually like want to do this for each other. Right. So I hope they have a chance to see what happens. Right. But I don't know. To be honest, this year is going to be interesting. It's a it's the bubble. Nobody has right. experienced this before. It's basically a AU tournament. Right. No. So adults. there's no there's no real real pressure. The the real pressure when it comes to crowd noise. There's no real crowd pressure. It's yeah, but like, that sound. To be honest, to be honest, crowd the crowd only helps so much. Like crowds are a big part, I would say. But to be honest, if you're a killer. You're gonna kill yeah, yeah, them. Right. Like, but people like LeBron at the free throw line. That's probably gonna be bro, a little bit better. Nah, bro. <laughs> to tell you the truth, if if you're a ball player, the crowd. Mm-hmm. You, right, right. No, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Kyrie. I'm not talking about them. Okay, I'm talking about like people like LeBron. <laughs> people nah, like, like people no, like LeBron. No, LeBron does his thing, but I feel like the crowd will help too. And now there's gonna be way more trash talk, which I like. Right. You can hear it. I like hearing. It's part of the game. Like. I know some people might take offense to it, but it's part of the game. Right. Like, people trash talk, like, okay, if you don't want to listen to it, avoid that. That's right. what it is. You can put it on mute. Yeah, it is what it is. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I'm the, Because they were talking about that on Vince Carter's podcast, that they were going to put artificial crowd noise. And I was just glad that they took the route and decided just to let everyone hear what they're saying. Heard a, I heard a lot of uh, curse words during that game last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give you that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's, it's, it's all good. But like, I, I love it. It's basketball. Like, at the end of the day, like, I, I love the energy. I love yeah, the energy. Just, I like the toxic energy. I like the, the negativity. <laughs> I love it. I need it. I need it. All right. Let me give you I have a list of NBA players. And after I say it, I just want you to say the first word that pops into your mind. It's a very good list tailored towards you. All right. Ready? Jason Tatum. Superstar. Draymond Green. Overrated. <laughs> Alright, De'Aaron Fox. Potential. Trey Young. Superstar. Carl Anthony Towns. Misunderstood. Ben Simmons. 
Overrated. Why do you hate Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, alright. Ben Simmons is a Todd Rondo with less IQ. What? What about the defense? He's good at defense, but he also scored one point against the Celtics, and rookie Jason Tatum had 23 points on him. Alright, if, if you're the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers right now, I have a few more points. You'd trade Ben Simmons right away? Who would you trade him to? I would trade Ben Simmons. Okay. I'll give Ben Simmons two more seasons if he doesn't develop a jump shot, doesn't develop better chemistry with you all. You gotta pick which one. Because right. that's like. But you right now, let's say like you have the decision to trade Ben Simmons, do you do it right now? I think yeah. Okay. Who do you recommend? Do you keep Tobias Harris? Yes, you do. You keep Tobias Harris. You... Who would you trade Ben Simmons to? Who would you ask? I'll give like three teams. All right. Who, you, who would you look towards? The Wizards. Okay. I feel like with the Wizards, you could get a combo deal. Okay. You could get you could get Bradley Beal and John Wall for cheap. Right. Just for Ben Simmons. Because John Wall coming off an injury, but John Wall has a problem when John Wall's gone. Right. And he had two what two years off now. Right. And eventually he's gonna be three, but he's been working. How old is he right now? He's like thirty. He's like okay, so he's got time. He's got so like he has years. yeah, he has a few more years. Yeah. He's coming back. He's been resting for a good. Amount of time, so he's fully recovering now. He's just getting everything set up so next year he could come back and do his thing. Right. So I feel like you could get him and Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's twenty six. Arguably, you put you put <laughs> you put John Wall who could score buckets but also could pass. Right. Bradley Beal who's a shooter but plays defense. He's an overall offensive shooting star. Yeah, and he plays defense too. He's not like a shy defender. All right. You put that against Joel, now you have better spacing. Right. You have a better team chemistry. And Tobias Harris. And you keep Tobias, who could lock up too. Right. You have a better all team. Okay. More spacing. Okay. And remember, they still have Al Horford. Al Horford. Oh, yeah, they do. Bro, Al Horford, literally, with the Celtics, worse than fuck it. Was right. doing his thing. Right. But then he signed with Philadelphia. Right. Philly. And now they have trouble spacing because Ben can't shoot. Right. Now they can't have three big guys on the floor. Right. They really just can't shoot. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it. now it's like the spacing got off. They were too big. And now right. All right. Who, who, are, who would be two other teams that you would look at to try and trade for Ben Simmons? The Suns. Okay. Who, who for who? The top goal would be Devin Booker. All right. If not Devin Booker, uh, would you would you try to look for DeAndre Ayton or Dario Sarge? To be honest, Aiden I think would clash with Joel. Right, so that would be I, I don't know to be honest. So like, you would go for D Book. Yeah, D Book would be the top guy, but then you could you could low key make that team better by getting rid of Ben and getting pieces. Okay. Like if you get a Kelly Uber who All plays right. defense and starting to develop his offensive arsenal mm-hmm. and you might get a couple guys off that team, now you have a better solid team overall. Right. And you have to understand, they have, what's his name? On the Suns or on the Philly? On the Philly. He's a young guard. He was a rookie this year. Uh, I don't know. I haven't followed the Philly. So. I think it's Tobias. Tobias? No, nah, that's Tobias Harris. It's, no, there's a, the, there's a guy. He's yeah. like, his he, name is like Tobias. Where, where did he come out of? Yeah, he, I know he's Australian too. He's Australian, okay, but he's, so he's nice. Too. Yeah, he's pretty nice. He's pretty nice. He's, he's, a, he's a lockup defender who could score. Right, okay. So you could, okay, so you could use him. Alright, so I, I'm going to give you four more. Quinn Cook? Quinn Cook is Quinn Cook, bro. Quinn Cook, okay, alright. <laughs> when he gets the chance, the kid went to Duke, so when he gets the chance, he does perform. But I feel like it, he doesn't perform at the, at the level that they want. Yeah, the, like he does, he goes in, does his job, but he doesn't do anything else besides his job. Right. And I think they want more from him, right. but he has to give him better. Right. So, okay. Like, okay. Donovan Mitchell? Talented. Tyler Hero. Upcoming star. Okay. Luka Doncic. Superstar. Superstar. Okay. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I think I think listen, Tyler Hero has made a killing off taking bad shots and I love it. I love the and I love the I love the energy and just the, the threes in your face and the fadeaways. I, I love watching I love watching Miami Heat basketball. It's really fun to right. watch. But Tyler Hero came in with a mentality like, I don't care who you are. I'm going to attack you. I'm going to do my thing. I know what I'm good at. I'm going to take advantage of that. And I'm going to work hard to get better on that weakness. That's crazy. He, he would literally make a killing off taking clutch shots and only scoring 12 points. Yeah. and it's He like, would only score 12 points and take the most clutch shots in the game. He would. Because that's who he is, bro. He's 
a guy who could take over games. Right. He's only a rookie, so he's still learning. But think about that. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero are all on the same team. Yeah, and then they and Jake Crowder's off the bench. Yeah, and they also have Andre Iguodala, who could. Oh yeah, and he, they, 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 do they still have Gordon Drummond? Yeah. Okay, so, Gordon, so they yeah. have they have pieces. They don't have like like Jimmy Butler's the only piece that you're like, wow. Oh, okay. Bam is like okay. Bam's got twenty. He'll give you twenty. Yeah, Bam is like okay, he's good. All right, Tyler Hero, give him like three million. Yeah, everybody else is like, you guys are good, but you have nobody great. Right. So they're like their upcoming team. Right. Give them a couple years, they're gonna be. Yeah, but they're just killing. they're really fun. If you genuinely know basketball and how to play it the right way, they're really fun to watch. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't. They're really one game. of the greatest teams right now at defense. Like they're great. And they, they just run motion the, yeah. basically the whole time. And then the, they're the best three point shooting team in the NBA. Right. They just you know it's really fun to watch Miami play basketball. Yeah. It's really fun. Okay. What content have you been watching recently during quarantine? To be honest, like... Have you been making a list? I have a list. No, nah, I haven't been watching too much TV. Okay. To tell you the truth. Okay. But I've been watching a lot of highlights. Like, a lot of YouTube, a lot of music. Okay. I listen to a bunch of music that I never got a chance to listen to. I listen to the entirety, every single J. Cole mixtape during quarantine. Yeah. That, that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to J. Cole. Shout out to J. Cole. That's a time to I need that interview. Like, what's up? Nah, but J. Cole's my guy. Like, I feel like just seeing him grow, especially as a young kid listening to him, and now that I'm getting like older, and I can appreciate it. It's crazy to see how much, like in the beginning, it was just getting the fame, getting money that will bring me happiness, and then he realized that that wasn't even close to right. bringing him happiness. Right. And now he discovered who he really is, who he wants to be. And it's just amazing. It's it's see. great to see. It's yeah. really great to see. So not you don't have like any like goals that you're trying. Oh, I need to watch this movie. I need to watch this. No, I didn't have. I had personal goals like get mentally on track. Okay. Like, get the pressure off, relax for a little bit. Okay. Then just eventually get on to the point where I'm ready to go. Like, okay. Do what everything that I want to do. But now let's see where everything goes. I'm gonna tell you my list. I've had a list. So. This is just because this is closest to me. You already know. I've been watching all the Pokemon movies, man. Legit. I've been watching. I have it. In the closet behind you, you can't see it. I legit have every single Pokemon movie from 1999 all the way up until like 2012. So I've been watching those for a bit. Um, few movies. You already know the closet's been getting nice. The upgrading. If you guys watch a skip video, that's in my Instagram and Twitter bio. That's down below if you want to check that out. Skip video, the closet be getting nice. I'm very happy about that. Um, I watched all six seasons of George Lopez. That was the first thing. George Lopez. That's how you knew it was late. Yeah. That's how you knew it was late. You woke up. Oh, you woke up early, dude. You woke up at five in the morning. And you're like, yeah, George Lopez is playing. Let me watch this. It was just so much fun. Oh, wait, every episode, dude. I will say, if anyone decides to watch that, stop watching after season four. If you're really interested about the plot, stop watching after season four because that's the best ending. <laughs> season six is mad complicated. And my if I had to start leaving the show, it's like weird. It's mad weird. Well, I did that. I, I played a lot of Pokemon games. I, I haven't finished watching the movies, but that's on the way. I'm almost done with that. Watching the games. A little bit of highlights. One of the things that I already told you about this, I've been watching a lot of Spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. His highlights are very fun to watch. Just see the thing bounce off. And the kicks that he has, the Domishy ones. That's been really fun to watch. I've watched the highlights. Um, been working on the website. Working on computer science and just becoming better in general. I've been really taking the time in quarantine just to better myself in general. Yeah, I feel like quarantine gave a lot of people a lot of opportunity to start stuff that they never got the chance to because of work, distractions, exactly. etc. But I feel like for myself, it was just... Finding an escape and finding how to manage my time better. Right. Like during quarantine, I learned how to specifically do that for myself. Right. And now it's like, I feel like, besides time going so fast, I feel like I'm in a war. When I did have control of time, I felt like I used my time wisely. Right. But I also just got to kick it back. Right. And just chill on the line. That's been the greatest thing because it's like, you go so fast sometimes, you forget, like, when you're eight years old and you got Arizona cans and 50 cent Cheeto bags in the, in the crib, you're playing ball, you're playing Xbox or something, 
It's like those days, man. It feels like those days. So, sometimes on the, on the good days in quarantine, it feels like that. Arizona, Kansas, 50 Cent Chio bags in the bike. You feel me? You're feeling pretty good, man. Nah, I wish I could go back to... To go back to those days? Back, back to when I was a little younger and take advantage of a lot of stuff I didn't. Mm-hmm. Just... Like, in what aspect would you like, say? Like, I would say... The aspect of, like, working out... Working out at a younger age. Yeah, working out so like that could have had more confidence by the time like over fifteen. Yeah, I got older and stuff. Cause like I got the confidence, but I feel like I got a little later. Right, you I got, got sure right. who I was a little later. Right. That, that's a, that's perfectly fine. But for myself, I wish I found it a little earlier. Right. But like. <laughs> I feel you. No, know, I saw that. Feel you. But it was also funny because you got to meet me. I, I met the transition. Yeah, I was, I you didn't transition. get to meet me before when I was like the quiet kid. Right. I did. Well, a little bit. Like you were religion class freshman year was interesting. Nah, like, it was like it was in the transition. Like nah, nah, I was already there. Like I was me. Oh, you're, I was, okay, okay, right. I was just not into school at that moment. I was like, right. You were you were still getting transitioned yeah. into going to private school. Yeah, because I I was a public kid school. Obviously, just sitting in the back. You were just, you were just like, yo, why am I here? Yeah, talk to girls, just relax. Public school is like, okay, you're gonna sit here, you're gonna raise your hand to talk. Right. You're gonna have a thousand rules. And if you talk, you get a detention. Yeah, you're gonna be dressed up like this. You can't talk back to teachers, this and that. And I'm like, okay, like, I never talk back to teachers, but if they were tripping, I was like, yo, miss, calm down. Calm down, right. Like, I couldn't say that now. Right, you can't say, right, I feel you. That's the the crazy thing, dude. That's the crazy thing. Like, we didn't, we, Probably wouldn't have been friends if we met in the fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, probably not. Probably not because I would have been a private school kid. Yeah. I would. That's crazy to think about because I still remember <laughs> you. <laughs> the first couple times I met you, you were really standoffish, and every time I was like, Yo, "What is this kid's problem, man?" First time I met you, you were like, "We're playing basketball. The boys are gonna play." And my Spanish wasn't good at all. I was like, "I love that." You were like, "What? I love that." You're like, "Dude, I love that." And then everybody started laughing at me. I'm like, I'm gonna remember this kid. Second time that we be at basketball practice, and you didn't say a word to me the first couple practices. But like fourth and fifth practice, we're playing three v threes. And you're like, yo, Alex, take that shot again. I miss it. Take that shot again. I miss it again. Like Alex, yo, make the damn shot. You're you're two feet away from the basket. I'm like, yo, this kid, yo, this kid. But then after that, just over time, it was it was just over time, and it was a naturally organic friendship that just happened over time. It's just crazy. Yeah, nah, to be honest, like, we both grew as a person. You got more sure of yourself. Right. And I realized that I was too much of an asshole. I was like, <laughs> all right, cut that down. <laughs> nah, like, I was, I was mostly angry. No, you were just standoffish. Yeah, because I was, like, trying to, like, figure out who I was. Right. And then I was trying to be like, okay, I'm here. I am who I am. You right. guys are either going to accept it or not. And then I was like, all right, I got to calm down. All right, I feel you. you were, we were all just getting used to that. Like, yeah. like, like I was saying, we were going at 110 miles an hour. Yeah. Now we're going at like 75. Yeah. And we're just like shifting gears, like the whole time. But it was just, it was just cool to see how, like, how much we all changed. Like, how all of us in the beginning were like, we were all trying to figure out who we were, and we were all having our own issue, and it was like, bro, you basically had the same problems I. Right. Like, and it was crazy how we were. All in the beginning, we started. We all started becoming friends, roasting each other, other. just you constantly mean, making you fun remember, of each other. You remember the first time I sat at the lunch table? Yeah, bro. We were just making fun of each other, and then eventually got to the point where like I we would just make fun of everything. Bro. I was, I was so scared the first time I sat at that lunch table. I was like, okay, just chill, let me relax. Danny comes out going, boy, if you don't get, and then I had to roast it. I was just like, yo. And yeah, then I started that, going all. That's the that's the time we realized like we can't like you. You showed us that you belong to our group. You're right. like, you guys are gonna come at me. I'm not gonna back down. Right. Anymore. And it was cool to see that because right. before it was like a lot of people would come and sit with us, and we'll just start picking on them to see who they are. Right. You know, you, you got you got to figure it out. If you're gonna just back down and try to say something, we're gonna, gonna kill say you. Much. We're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill you. But if you're like, if you act like you don't care, we're like, all right, you can stay. Right. He, he, he's, he's he's one of those he's kids. Right. He's, he's above us. Right. You can stay. Here. It's all good. But then you, you're like, nah, I'll, you guys want smoke? Right, I want yeah, the smoke. I'm, 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 I'm with it all. I'm Let's here, go. I'm here, bro. I'm here. And it's just cool to see that we didn't expect that. So eventually right. we all formed a bond with each other. And it got to the point where it felt weird if we weren't all in that lunch table together. Oh, yeah. Senior year, like end of senior year, when yeah. we started having different lunches, I was mad. Yeah. Just coming in like, oh, you see your new time? Like, but, but it was still cool to like 
everybody, we all saw each other in the hall. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yo, what's up? Like, we always, we always showed love for each other, and it was just mad funny to see that growth. But what's mad funny is, like, <clears throat> how your brain works is it's a lot like a computer in the sense that, like, you have access to every single memory ever that you would have ever thought of, but your your brain is going to have a level of importance. Like, the memory that, oh, okay, the, the time you had you uh, rode your first bike, you're going to have an easy access to that memory. But, like, memories of what you did as a child are so much submerged because of how much you changed. Like, the videos I sent you, I was like, when I was, like, really chubby in the, in the Carolina thing, I was just, I was such a weeb, dude. I was, I was just so into anime and just doing nerdy stuff. And I, I just can't imagine, I can't imagine playing Pokemon for, I have over 13 days logged in. To play Pokemon for 13 days, that's, like, 24 times 10 is 
if I could just relive, if I could t- go not go to high school and just retain all the knowledge, I would do it. But what I learned in high school that I didn't really realize until COVID and I had the conversation with you was that I need to focus on myself. And that was the thing that I didn't understand was because, again, the reason I didn't say that to you guys was I was trying to make everybody happy at the same time. You just can't do it. It's impossible. You literally can't make everybody happy and do the thing that you want to do. It's impossible. Bro, that, to bring that back, mm-hmm. I was, I, I learned this like a while, while back. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember when I learned this. I, if you want to be happy, you got to put yourself first. Big time. It's okay to sometimes you go out of your way to help somebody else find yeah. who they want to be. For sure. Or just give them a help. But at the end of the day, you got to. You gotta play your own playstyle. Yeah, you gotta be your. You gotta look out for your star player. Right, your exactly. star player is you. You the star. So you gotta put yourself first. Yeah, you you the main character of the movie. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you're gonna do stuff that people don't agree with, but if it makes you, you happy, happy, then you they, gotta run it. You gotta run with it, and right. they're like, okay, I know you don't agree with this, but I gotta do me at the end of the day. This makes me happy. Right. And I feel like people in the world in general don't do that. Right. They want to make everybody happy. Make yourself happy. Right. That was the main thing. That was another thing I just learned in COVID. That, again, a lot of stuff that I just wouldn't have thought of. It's just like, I got to focus on myself and just do the thing that I love to do. And focus on making myself happy. That's the biggest thing. Important lesson I had to learn. But nonetheless, I learned it. I got to watch the questions right here. I think school's going to work. And how long do you think it's going to be able to do the course? I give it a month. I give it a month. That's month. Like, month. It, bro, college kids are, in general, college kids are always in each other's rooms. Notoriously. Not only that, they like to party. So imagine kids talk talk, constantly into rooms. Talk They're never going to wear a mask, first of all. Talk never. Never going to wear a mask. Talk they're going to be close together. Then they're going to get parties where it's going to be a bunch of kids in a small-ass room. Yep. And everybody's going to get sick. Then they're gonna get sick. They're gonna not know they have it. They're gonna go to class for like two weeks. Give it to everybody in that class. The teacher's gonna get it. The teacher's gonna get it. Go home. Give it to other people. It's gonna be their kids are gonna get it. Their kids gonna go to their school. Spread it around. Bro, it's gonna be an endless spiral. And it's gonna be out of control. Then those kids are gonna get sent home. They're gonna give it to their parents. Then their parents are gonna go to work. Give it to their coworker. And now it's a giant mess. And it's a whole economic downfall. Yep. And we're going to be in quarantine for even longer. That's how, that's well, how I it. expect it to go. I, and I, I'm, I'm not mad at you because that's literally how I feel. Because it's just like, it's people who want money, dude. People in Montana don't care about opening schools. They're, they genuinely don't. They're like, okay, we'll But just because living on the East Coast, everyone on the East Coast relies on education heavily. Because everyone's migrating to the East Coast because that's the quickest way. We just have all these colleges and all these educations spread along the East Coast. And it's a huge economic hit, most certainly. Like, people are literally using hundreds of millions of dollars because the education system falling down. But at the same time, if you guys just focus your energy on the online, then you guys will be like 10 times better than what you're doing right now. Yeah, I, I get the idea of school because at the end of the day, colleges are a business. Yeah. So they're trying to save themselves. But it's like, it's just not going to work. It's, it just won't. What they're doing is not. It just won't. It won't like work. it literally can't work. It's it just it just, it just won't work. And a lot of when COVID is over, there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for people in the career science field because they're gonna realize that if this happens again, we need English majors who work at the libraries who have the option to go online if something like this happens again. We need yeah. people like history majors, people like philosophy majors. How is it? Because it's just it's an economic downfall. It's not gonna be like oh. We're just gonna have machines do it because that doesn't help anybody. Because you're you're gonna buy them, you're gonna buy the application, you're gonna buy the application, and that only makes an economic flow for so long. You need people to have people in the jobs. So there's gonna be a lot of online um, configuration for certain jobs. Yeah, but hopefully this hopefully this shows a lot of people a lot of things. Yeah, this I show, mean, just also like ticket sales being a hundred dollars to go to Disneyland. This also showed people. That a lot of their jobs don't care about them. Yeah, for sure. Had to put them in danger. And it was like, okay, you could limit the danger that you're putting us in. And the job was like, nah, no, you're good. We need the money. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying? That showed them that. And it also showed people, too, that they had to follow 
what they love and what they want to do. Because you don't have that much time. You, really you could don't. get you could have got Corona got sick and you had an underlying uh underlying symptom before that you didn't know you had. Right. Like you had a disease or something or you had cancer, doctor, etc. And you got corona, you got really sick and now Right. And, so, and it was like in a month. In a month. Everything switched. And it was crazy. Right. But they're like, why did it take so long to do what I wanted to do? Right. When I had a chance to. Right. Corona put that in full force. And it it's like, a different mindset. You got to approach what you want to do if you want to do it. If not, then you're going to stay stuck. You're going to be stagnant. Yeah. You're like, and it was like, it was good to finally see something that woke a lot of people. Big time. And a lot of people started doing what they love. It was cool to see. Right. It's sad that it happens, especially during such a tragic time. Right. But it had to happen. Right. It had to happen so that you can switch up your mindset. Yeah. Plans for the future and, like, how, how, what is your plan for the next four months? Let's just say that school closes. What what do you plan on achieving during this next year? During that time, I'm going probably be working, right. just save up more money, save up money, and just slowly start, start creating, putting my ideas into play, like I want to start creating stuff so I could have passive income, because I learned passive income, bro, is best income. to succeed, yeah, yeah best income. so either I start off like a t-shirt, a little t-shirt business, right. or selling t-shirts, or like to start investing more in the stock market, right. etc. Like I just wanna put my time aside so I could just gain more wealth. Right. Because I'm tired of being broke. Like, <laughs> of college broke. Here. College broke. <laughs> like 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 I come from a single mom right. who did her best to raise us. Right. But we were broke. Right. Broke. And now I'm still young. I understand. I have a long way to go. But I'm trying to. Like, I'm trying to at least be above ground before I really got to start. So I want to have a little head start. So that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm I'm still slowly and surely going to start doing it even if school does go on. But I feel like I'm going to jump straight into it. Into the water if school does close. I'm really trying to hit the internship game hard just during this next year. Because again, I've been working on the website and working on building up my portfolio. I think I'm gonna be able to finish it by mid August and just finish studying computer science. But like, I also have a bunch of other projects that I have on this computer that I just haven't uploaded to my portfolio. So just to have that open up, so that when I do apply to other internships, they see, oh, okay, this kid has done a little bit of something. So really, just because again, it's like there's only like three fourths. There's only like one fourth of what was originally there for our internships. Yeah. And even with the full four fourths. It was still really scarce, and you have to like bust your ass to go get that internship. So, just it ain't no different. We're also gonna be making memes. I'm still gonna be making podcast episodes. It's just it's a, it's a grind right now. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a process, bro. It's a process. It's that slow grind. It's that slow. Shout out to Isaiah Thomas. Shout out to Isaiah Thomas. The Celtic one. The Celtic one. The small one, bro. The small one. He said that. Come on, the one he said. He always said that. Bro. Always that's said been that. his. That's been his motto, bro. Because he's he's a smart guy. He has to work and then do it in a longer process because at the end of the day, I wasn't giving to him. Right. So he has to look things in the bigger picture. He just got to come in every day, do his thing, work, work, work. And so he's where he needs to be. That's how he's doing. It is a slow grind, but as long as you love the journey, that's all that really matters. Man. To be honest, this quote I love. It's not work. It's not the destination. It's a, yeah, big you time. have to learn how to love the journey. You gotta love the process. You gotta yeah. love waking up in the morning. Yeah. If you don't because, like waking up in the because morning, because if all, all your focus on is the destination, you're not living. Right. That's because that's you're always not enjoying anything that's happening. You're just looking forward, looking forward, looking forward. No, you gotta you gotta enjoy the little process of getting better each day okay. or getting closer to your goal each day. I love showing up. Yep. You gotta love showing up each time. Hundred percent. We did a podcast episode about a year ago, October 30th, 2019. What do you think has changed the most about you in the past year? To be honest, it opened my eyes up to a lot of things. Okay. Like, I, I went from a senior year kid who was, like, bouncing off. Right. I was literally just doing whatever I want. Right. I was working here and there. Summer, that summer came, I had to work full time. Right. Started saving up some money. Right. Then college came, I started having like 
real adults' problems to having enough money to pay my bills, etc., right. etc. Et so like, it made me like, like, whoa, I'm not a kid no more. All right. Because see, in high school, I only had like my phone bill, my car insurance, and food for myself. Right. Now it's like, nah, I got this, 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 and that to pay. And so, the loans picking up. Yeah, and and I'm in debt already. So oh. it was like, whoa. It's crazy. This is and like, there's no guide to being an adult. But you they, just you just gotta figure it out. Yeah, they just throw you out there and like, okay, you have to do this, this, and that. You gotta figure it out. And right. It was just crazy to see that so much responsibility got thrown on me at a young age. At a young age, but now it's good that like you learn. Yeah, that I'm learning. Right. Like eventually, I'll be to the point where. I'm 23, 24, and I already have figured it out. Oh, you'd be all right. Well, other kids are so, just just got thrown out there, and they're like, whoa, this right. is way too much. Right. They have even more stuff that they have to handle at that one time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. So, like, last year, it's the big thing for me. Ever since, like, just 2017, we're just really trying to prove myself and just to have the numbers. That's another thing that I didn't like. I didn't like telling people that I was doing what I was doing because I wanted to, like, have some success and be like, oh, okay, I made this video, got this one, I've done this, I just done that. So one of the big things for me, I never really cared about a million views, I never really cared about a million views, ten million. I've always cared about a hundred thousand. That's always been like my number for me. And I, and I felt like if I if I completed that, I would just be I would just be worthwhile. So I actually com- I actually did it. I did it this past year on one of the videos on TikTok. And I just remember looking at that video. It's the one loss in Chino, for those of you who, who want to know which one it is. At Alex Media, all social media handles. And I was watching it. I was just like, when I hit it, I was just like, yeah, man. Yeah, I hit that. I hit that. And then five seconds later, I'm like, all right. Now what? I got to do it again. I got to do it again. I got to like, keep it going. And it just made me realize, like, one, I genuinely don't care about views because I don't do it for the views. Because immediately I just got in the lab and I clicked up another video and I posted it once it got to 100,000. And just two, just how shallow of a dream that is. And I know a lot of people that who would have after got that number would have just quit. Nah, bro, that's not even shallow. Like that's the little goal you had. Right. But you. But like, after I got it, I was just like. Yeah, because you saw, it was a little goal you had. And then you saw the bigger picture after you got it. You're like, right. well, there's way more to there's, this. There's way more to, like, there's more important that I've been, like, I've been blessed that I've been able to just talk to so hey. many people in the community in general who just mess with my stuff. I'll, I'll give it to you like this. People always want to dunk. Right. That's a small goal they have. Right. But they don't realize that you have to become a better player. To everything to else. Shoot, right, to get B- it. Besides dunking, you have to be a better shooter, better ball handler, smarter at the game. Be able to cut, just to yeah. be able to cut. You have to learn the little stuff, add it up to the bigger stuff, and then you gotta get better at everything all together. Right. But they don't run at that. All they wanna do is dunk. All they wanna do is, right, you feel me? But it's like, it was like, I was doing all the little stuff anyway. You feel me? But it was just like, I wanted, I wanted to dunk. I wanted to get that. And once I got that dunk, I was just like, I just ran back on defense. Yeah, no, I just like, had to run back on defense. And you're like, like, okay, that's two points. Now, all right, all right, now, now what? Yeah, now I gotta get better at everything else. Right, and then I just started passing, I just started shooting, I just started doing everything else. But like, it's crazy how I was chasing that. And I didn't do it shallowly, thank God. Like, I wasn't, I didn't sacrifice the quality of my content. What's really funny was that I was talking to someone about this who I just um I talked to in the community and he was like, it's always the ones that you don't think are gonna be the one that are the one. I made that video that got hundred thousand views in ten minutes. Just like that. Usually my videos take anywhere from three hours all the way up to the skit that took me about six hours and I went straight into it. it took me ten minutes to make that video. It's always the ones that you don't think like, oh this is this is whatever that people love. And the ones that you think like, oh, they're like, this is it, this is it. Then people are like, oh, you know, this is all right. It's, it's just crazy how things work. You feel me? And it's the ones that don't take that much effort. Yeah. That people like, appreciate. Yeah, but it also is like, it's just crazy. Like, there's always something that's going to click. Right. Like, an artist always has a song that's going to make them a breakout artist. Right. Like, that song puts them on another level. Right. Now they're slowly climbing up. Right. And then once you get to that level, when you when you make that project that, like, this is the one, yeah. it's actually the one. Yeah. Like, sometimes you'll make projects like, this is the one. Like, Friday Night Lights. That was the one. That was one of his and then, ones. And then he's like, he's like, okay, people like my stuff. But it didn't but, get me to what he thought it was. Yeah. Then he kept slowly going up. And then 
You feel me? But like, he really blew up. Right. Now, now it's like. Now every time he makes like a four sale drive, yeah. when Logic put out Under Pressure, they were like, oh, you know, this isn't stupid. But when he put out everybody, they were like, oh, okay, we see you. But he still made the classics. Yeah. And that's how it is. Like, you gotta focus, you gotta stay on your own. Yeah, stay and focus about you. Right. Because if you don't. If you don't continue growing, what are you doing? Right, you feel me? You gotta grow one way or another. Right. And I feel like that's you, that has to be applied to everything. Right. Everything you do, you shouldn't settle for where you're at. When once you get comfortable, that's it. When when you don't start loving what for me it's creating, but when you don't start loving to show up, that's it. You're done. That, like that. You're, you're dead. That's we're humans, and that's something we should all strive for. Tough. To love, love to what wake you, up. Yeah, to love your life, to love what you do, to love everything. Right, just like, loving to wake up. Yeah. Just doing what you do. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're in a job and you're just doing it and you hate it, you're going to be miserable. Right, for sure, 100%. So, that's how you got to approach things. You got to continue to drive. Every day, push yourself to either get better or continue to stay at the top level you want. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's another drive. Right, that's the, the climb is something completely different. Yeah. Shout out to Big Cook. I like that song, but I didn't like Iron King on Ice, but that's just what I feel like. Iron King on Ice is fire. <laughs> both both <laughs> of those songs are fire. But so I, I, like I, appreciate, I appreciate what he did there. He gave us a little song, a, little, a song that had a good melody. You could, It's easy to, to remember. You could sing it along. But he also gave real facts in that song. Right. He gave us the bars. He gave us the lyrics. He gave us his story. And then with the other song, he's like, okay, here's the rest of it. So he stayed true to him, but he also added a little layer that he never really used to do. He gave us a glimpse of it throughout different uh, projects and stuff, yeah. Yeah, But now he he continued it, but he also stayed true to himself. And it was just good to have that balance. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm ending right there. All my social media accounts, at Alex Elmina, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Chris, the first, how do you feel to be the first guest ever on the Athletic Care Project? Like, it's going to be, like, I'm going to look back on this and I'm going to show you this, like, five years from now when I have, like, whoever, insert famous person here on the podcast. How do you feel to be the first one? It's going to be pretty cool, bro. <laughs> not, not pretty cool because it's going to be cool to see how much you've grown before, to see how much you have grown, like, when I get to see you in the future. Right. And it's just going to be cool that I was part of it and just... To know that you gave me the shot to be the first one. <laughs> to be the first one. Nah, but nah, it's all love, bro. Like, all I right. hope everything goes well, and I know you're going to have ups and downs and and downs, but that's how life is. You got to just keep grinding. And that's how it is. See y'all in the next one. Deuces.